0: Sweeten your business purchases with American Express Blue Business Cash, the card that makes everyday expenses extra rewarding. You'll earn 2% cash back on your first 50K in purchases per year, and then 1% after that, so you can treat your bottom line and give your business a helpful boost. Swipe after swipe. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash bluebusinesscash. Amex Blue Business Cash, built for business by American Express.
1: Stay to be
0: With Sarah and Maggie
1: Please hold for an important message Hi, you've reached Maggie's voicemail I can't come to the phone right now Or I'm choosing to ignore your call Leave a message after the tone Booyah! What's up?
0: So, I'm sorry. Um, This is Sarah. I am calling to remind you of popular slang terms from the early 2000s because we have a show coming up at the Comedy Arena on February 16th where it's a millennial show. So, everything millennials, millennia, Y2K. uh, So, I just, I'm just refreshing it. I know, I know you know a lot because it's a very popular time. Anyways, anyways. So give me a call back as we can go through all these terms together like you got served and hit me on the hip. Again, this is Sarah Adams. End of message.
1: Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between.
0: We're your hosts, Sarah
1: Hey, Bestie.
0: So good news. I remembered what it was I wanted to talk to you about a couple weeks ago.
1: And you wrote it down. I
0: wrote it down. And you're going to be disappointed, but I'm still going to talk about it anyways. This is a very unstable thing that I've started to do, which I I have gotten very into Antique Roadshow on PBS. Wow. Have you ever watched Antique Roadshow? <laughs>
1: yeah, I think um I didn't know it was still on. Oh my gosh. In, and speaking of antiques, that show is It old. not only
0: can you watch it on PBS on demand cuz if you don't I'm a I'm a member. I donate wow. so I get membership. PBS on demand. On demand. So much great programming. And you can watch it online on YouTube. They have all of all of the decades. And Maggie I am fascinated. Jamie and I watch Antiques Roadshow now and we're always trying to guess how much they're going to appraise it for. And we talk about, okay, if we brought in something, what's the number that you would sell it for, right? Because sometimes it's like, oh, it's $300 or $800. I'm like, that's great, valuable. But would i I sell it?
1: Well, it depends, right? The emotional connection. If it's like my grandmother gave this to me, but I don't care about it right and it's three hundred dollars i'd be like okay take it you yeah know? yeah like I, have- i'm clearing i'm clearing out junk in my house so i brought this because it might be a value sure. versus like i care so d- and that's the sad one is when people are like i care so deeply about this piece and then they're like well it's worth 25 cents
0: well so two things they don't sell it at antiques roadshow they're merely getting it appraised and right, so they right. can take and they give you like an auction value and they give you like, an impra- like what you need to insure it for. And what's the best part is if you're watching like these compilation episodes where they take like their themes, like this is a spooky theme around Halloween. So all these spooky things people brought in. And if it's from the past, I'll show you the number that they appraised it for then. And then it'll go a happy noise if <gasps> it's gone up in value and show you the new value. And then it'll go, whoa, 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 if it's, it's gone, gone down. down in value. The best one we saw is this guy in the Army, I think during World War II, I don't remember. He ordered a Rolex watch to wear in the military because it was like this great watch, whatever. It wasn't as it is now, but he never opened the box. He Ugh. never did anything. Put it in a safety deposit box. He bought it for $200. Wow,
1: that's a lot back then.
0: It was worth seven hundred thousand dollars.
1: Oh, what did he sell it? Is he, he gonna sell fell
0: out? He fell down on the ground. He was. Did he die? No, he didn't die that day. <laughs> Not that day.
1: But also, oh my god! But it also
0: got me thinking. I have nothing. My I could take in my house. I don't think. Like, would do you have something you would take to Antiques Roadshow? Um,
1: I do have. I have a couple things. Because my grandmother was, like, very into antiques and things. So I have a few few things, like books, and I have a print that I, that I just really like. And then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, this could have some money according to the internet. Yeah. But then you never know if the internet right. is real. You really do have to go to Antiques Roadshow. It's
0: a really unstable journey, especially the newer episodes, because these people, they always ask, well, do you know what it's worth? And they're thinking to myself, I Googled this. Because the early years, right. that wasn't a thing.
1: Yeah, you really, well, you could get antique value books.
0: Right. Oh, yeah.
1: So you could. You'd, like, go to the library and, like, check the value of things. But you had to do a lot more work yes. than typing it into the internet.
0: And so now, we all know people are making up prices. So, like, you could go in, like, to Andy Grotto's thinking, like, your grandma's painting is worth $10,000. Yeah. And they're like, no. And you get so disappointed.
1: Right. That's what yeah, that would be. I think I would I wouldn't take anything that I had like an emotional value to. I think I'd take things that were more like, I'm either gonna put this up on Facebook Marketplace or sell it at auction. So please tell me, should I (laughs) sell this? Should I do free porch pickup or should I sell it for thousands of dollars?
0: It's fat. I I am gone down this antique road show journey. It is fascinating to me. And you know what else is fascinating to me, Maggie? what theme episodes
1: oh you're in it you're and in it
0: i have been you're... inspired by yes. you and so maggie i am going to present to you this is what i'm calling the edgar allen poe episode
1: whoa edgar allen whoa sarah's first theme i'm so proud and so excited
0: I 2024. went. 2024. 2024, man. Antique Rojo got me going down a, a journey, which led me to Poe. And I thought, you know who wants to know some facts about this man? Our listeners. And what's more timely than in winter to learn about the great writer with a tragic death than the Edgar Allan Poe? So, Maggie, are you ready for your first Poe fact?
1: I am. Poe some Poe facts on me.
0: Edgar Allan Poe might be best known for his spooky stories, but did you know he also might have invented the art of snark? Poe was an editor at the soon-to-become-popular Southern Literary Messenger magazine, where he became famous for his scathing book reviews and scorching critiques.
1: This is so funny because Monday I was talking with Amanda about Reddit Uh and snark threads where it's just people being so snarky and how that's just like the best and worst part of Reddit. Uh And to think that Edgar Allan Poe basically started that is an incredible journey for this poet, like almost makes him more iconic. I I completely
0: agree because this became... Him being editor at the Southern Literary Messenger was before he had, well, (laughs) shockingly so, shockingly so, it was the original Reddit, but that came before his famous works, before he even started venturing out into his short stories and poetry. I kept thinking, is he like the original, do you remember pa- the Paris Hilton blog post? Like the blog? Perez Hilton. Perez Hilton, back in the yes. 2000s. Oh my
1: gosh, did I love it or what? Loved it.
0: This, to me, was the first thing I thought of. Like, was he the original blogger?
1: So, yes. And here's a quick Perez Hilton story. When Perez Hilton was huge, I was in LA. I was doing an internship for a production company. And one of my jobs was to print out perez hilton's most recent posts print them out for the head of this production company because she was a little older and she didn't want to like go on the internet so i would print out perez hilton because i think she wanted to know like who he was talking about as a producer right but also i think she was always like maybe i'll be written about you know like gosh someone will write about me and i was like no not today not today. I but get, it was, I mean, it was nasty. It was
0: bad. Nasty. I remember too, sitting there at work wa- reading it. It was... Oh, yeah. It would get me through the work. day. I just... What gets me though, Maggie, is she made you print them out. Do you remember yes. when you used to print out directions? Like map directions, you would print yeah. them out?
1: Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Printing out the internet is an interesting <sighs> thing that we don't do anymore.
0: No, our children would never understand how we would print things out.
1: Right. Like, I. I don't even know how to get my printer working again
0: i don't have a printer yeah i don't, I,
1: I, I still have it but I, I i can't get it to work like I, I i ran out of ink once and now i've never been able to get it to work again but i can't i feel like i have this block about getting rid of it because then i'll be like then as soon as i get rid of it i'll be like i gotta get another printer you know
0: what you need to do you need to take it to antiques roadshow because you know that oh, stuff's coming through it. i bet that's, that's the next phase i'm it. telling that's you it. they're yeah, gonna start bringing it all technologies coming back Speaking of things that are coming back to the future, Maggie, are you ready to react? I am. So we just discussed how Edgar or Mr. Poe was possibly known for the art of snark, creating snarky content for others to enjoy. It's feedback in some way. So my question for you, Maggie, Mm -hmm. what is the best feedback you have ever received?
1: Oh, hmm great question thank you you know know, I had like one of my I've had a lot of great managers back in the day but one of my favorite managers and the favorite thing he said was Chris Ott and he said one time I'd I'd made a big boo-boo and I knew it I knew I'd made a real big boo-boo at work and he was like do you want me to tell you what I would have done or do you want to try and walk through and tell me what you're going to do. And then I was like, I would like you to tell me what you would do, please. And then he provided me excellent feedback about um, where the holes were in the system that I had set up, where all the, where kind of like, why everything failed. You know what I mean? Like, not just like, I knew it had failed. I didn't really, He was really good at breaking it down. Like maybe like I would have thought, oh, what about, this and then i was like wow that's so cool that your brain works that way so it was nice though because it wasn't just like unsolicited feedback it was feedback i needed but also i hadn't it was like a choose your own adventure feedback situation yeah
0: uh, yeah you know which yeah. i
1: really appreciated
0: did you get to where you needed to go
1: oh yeah it was like I, I chose i chose wisely i think and uh everything everything got got fixed successful successful work project um Because of that feedback, you know?
0: Love lovely. Love to hear it. How about you? Uh, mine's not that uh poetic. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) When I was in high school, I got selected to do whatever this performance review and all of us were sitting as a theater person. All of us sitting in this room listening to the the instructor, like, which one of you wanna give your monologues first? And she's like, It's very important to be bold and da 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 I'm like, sure, I will. Like you feel that gut. So I did this very dramatic monologue, and at the end, there's quiet, and she goes, well, that was really loud.
1: Welcome to Putin on the Ritz, the segment where Sarah and Maggie speak in bad Russian accents and share a Ritz Tracker recipe from the internet. Sarah, hello. Hello. I have for you a delicious recipe made from our favorite Ritz cracker. Are you ready? I am ready. Now, this recipe is something you might know, but it is done in different way. So this recipe is deviled egg on top of Ritz cracker. No. Yes. No. Do you eat deviled egg? No, gross, but this? Oh, interesting. OK, me too, because I do not like a deviled egg. It feels too much inside an egg, right? Because it is an the, egg. It is. This one though, you make what you would stuff the devil egg with, the mayonnaise, the Dijon mustard, the dash of hot sauce, you mix this in a hot bowl, then you put that on top of the Ritz crackers, you take hard boiled egg, you egg slice them. So just tiny little sliver of hard-boiled egg placed on top of the mayonnaise-mustard mix, on top of delicious buttery Ritz cracker. How could you go wrong? Then you sprinkle it with a little paprika, black pepper, kosher salt, and fresh dill. This is, uh, I think, possibly a way to eat this devil egg.
0: Uh, impressed? Uh, still not going to eat this deviled egg? Here, Hear me out. I love the adventure of this recipe. I was there with you on the journey.
1: It was a journey. I tried to be like, how you say, like Edgar Allan Poe with my delivery.
0: Yes. It's just, I would take, here's what I would do. If I was given one, I would say, thank you. But then I would take off the egg. I would take off the mayonnaise and the mustard and put it in the trash. I would say goodbye. I do not need you. I do not like you. And then I would take the cracker and I say, oh, hello, friend. And I would eat just the cracker.
1: Okay, okay. I like this. So, new recipe. It is deviled egg on Ritz cracker without the egg or the deviled part. And we just eat the egg. We just eat the Ritz cracker. Yes? Yeah, yeah. Yes. This good. yeah? good. yeah. Does this sound yummy? Nah.
0: For another Poe fact, I am Poe ready. Named after a mythical bird in Edgar Allan Poe's famous poem, the new NFL team in Baltimore became the Ravens evermore on Friday, March 29, 1996. The team's name came from the poem, The Raven. Poe died in Baltimore where he was buried, so his connection to the city was well established. Sorry, I took a pause because I also wrote down here that I'm not. No, I don't know if you're familiar about Poe's death. No, but it was very mysterious and very miserable for him. Oh, so I put that in there. I'll probably edit that pause out. I don't know. But yes. So he died in Baltimore under mysterious circumstances and he was buried. I didn't realize that. But that's why he like murdered. He could have been there. They never did an autopsy. He came home. From being gone for a few days from and then he died suddenly a few days later. They buried him two days after he died. They never did an autopsy or anything. Wow. Mysterious. So I didn't realize the Baltimore Ravens are the Ravens because Because? of Edgar Allan Poe.
1: What a crossover. Right. The arts, sports, poetry, bashing people's skulls. You know? What and what a mixture of the arts. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's kind of creepy too to know that you're going up against a team named the mascot is named after this really weird guy. Cuz that, that's more <laughs> scary than a than a guy a you, weird guy. A guy you like a
1: dark a dark, dark. dark.
0: You know you know those people you can't really pinpoint them down. You don't really get them. Yeah. Cuz they're so yeah. elusive and mysterious.
1: Yeah, and then also the snark piece oh that we gosh. learned about. Like, he's not only, like, mysterious writing about heartbeats underneath floorboards, ravens, which I can't exactly remember the plot of the raven, but no, I know that, it was spooky. It was I spooky. know it was super spooky. Uh, and then also he's writing scathing reviews of things. Like, this is honestly a terrifying yes. mascot. I don't want to go up against it. It's like going,
0: it's, it's terrible to think you have to go up with someone that might write a bad review.
1: It'd be like going up against Perez Hilton. Honestly, like I'd be like, I'd be like, is he looking at how I'm lining up on the field? Is he gonna write about the way my cleats are laced? Like, what is he going to pick apart? Do I yell hut hut funny? Is he gonna throw you know? a
0: heart at me? You know, is there a bird gonna fly out? I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's There's spooky. nothing. You don't know. You I don't. don't know. That's your your psycho. It's psychological warfare.
0: I guarantee you though, Poe wasn't thinking. I hope one day my poems inspire an NFL team to name a named themselves after me
1: no no way he could have thought that or would have thought that no
0: oh also fun fact side poe fact and (laughs) side poe side poe it was supposed to be a parrot in the poem evermore
1: but it's spookier if a raven speaks because a raven doesn't speak speak. a raven's just supposed to be like a bigger crow you know crows oh Oh, wait a smaller crow are ravens bigger or smaller than crows i will have to check out that's wild a, that's, a, that's a sub sub fact. That's a fact for another episode for for our, for our crow, crow episode. Crow episode. <laughs> well, birds, birds. birds.
0: <laughs> Man, our themes are what's getting us through twenty twenty four, and what's getting us through this fact is your react, Maggie. Are you ready to react? I am. So we just talked about how the Baltimore Ravens are called the Baltimore Wa- Ravens in honor of Edgar Allan Poe. So. My question for you, if a football team was named after Maggie Reith Austin, Mm -hmm. what would it be called?
1: Okay. I'm trying to think of like my body of work. What would be the most intimidating thing? You know, like, okay, Maggie Reith Austin, she's intimidating because what? So I'm going to go with the blunders and this is why. Um... Because we have, I don't know if our listeners know, but we have a short film on YouTube and it's called Blender. And we've worked on the feature script. It's so fun. It's also super dark because it's about a PTA, two PTA moms who who may or may not have allegedly something with the PTA president in a blender. And, And I think that would be striking the fear into the hearts of many, many a sports guy. Completely agree. The Blenders. That would be a fantastic,
0: fantastic name. The blades? The the dicers and, and, and cutter uppers. <laughs> the, the 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 mishy mashy
1: mooshers. Oh man,
0: you better watch out, team. You
1: better watch out.
0: The Maggie mishy mashy mooshers are coming for
1: you. It's yours also be blender.
0: I was thinking too loud. <laughs> watch
1: out! The too louds are in the house. Boop, 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 boop.